Welcome to the Zichru 5 and 4 Chazorah. Review 5 Blat in 4 minutes. Rosh Hashanah Daf Beis, the royal house where a king sat on his throne as a star was being signed according to the year of his reign in the month of Nisan, featured a massive mural depicting the history of Klai Yisrael from Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim all the way to the death of Aaron. The royal house tells us that we're on Daf Beis. The star was signed according to the reign of the king because Ab Rosh Hashanah him, and one of them is Rosh Hashanah Lamalachim. The massive mural on his wall depicting Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim reminds us that the Makar to count the years for the Malachim from Nisan is from Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim because we see that the reign of Shleim Malach was counted based on the years from Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. We know that Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim is counted from Nisan because of the speech Moshe Rabbeinu gave after Aaron was Nifter and he still called it the 40th year even though Tishrei was in between his speech and Aaron's death. Tafkimel, the camels competing in the great annual camel race taking place in the second month in the second, raced past the non-Jewish king whose reign was counted in Tishrei, and it was beginning to look sour as he realized he was about to lose his massive bet. The Zichru camels always show up on Tafkimel. The date of the camel race is the second month of the second to remind us of another source that Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for kings. It says in the Pesach regarding Shleim HaMelech, The camels raced past the non-Jewish king whose Rain was counted from Tishrei because non-Jewish kings are counted differently than Jewish kings. He was beginning to look sour because that reminds us that our Yavesh also soured later on in his life and that the Pesach began counting his rule from Tishrei like the non-Jewish kings. Daf Dalet, the door to enter the shul featured a huge slot for giving tzedakah to get into Elam Haba and was made of alternating rows of wood and marble, whereas the exit door next to it had a yant of calendar posted on it, reminding members not to transgress the Leisase of Baal Ta'acher. The door reminds us that on Daf Dalet, the large tzedakah slot on the door that allows entry into Elam Haba reminds us that the price that says is only true by Jews. It's inappropriate for non-Jews to give tzedakah on that condition. That's why it was considered a sour thing for Dayavish to do. The door had rows of wood and marble to remind us of an alternate shot of why Dayavish was hichmetz. Dayavish had wood installed at the bottom of the wall so that he can burn it down if the Jews rebel. Shleib Melech, on the other hand had it installed on top of the wall. The exit door of the shul had a large calendar posted on it to remind members not to transgress about the Acher to remind us that Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for a golem as well, with regards to the Isra about the Acher, according to Reb Shimon. Daf Hay, the children joyously jumping in the hay for the seven days of Tashlumet Veshvuas, watching the Balta Acher parade featuring several chiyuvim such as nethers and adoves, as well as peya leket and tzedakah, were fascinated when one man noticed a blemish on his offering and transferred its kedusha to a substitute. The pile of hay tells us we're on Daf Hay. They knew that there was a Tashlumet Veshvuas for seven days because Reb Meir and Reb Liazor ben Yaakov learned it from a hekesh from Matzis to Chagashvuas, while Tanakama and Reb Shimon, who used that pasuk for Balta Acher, learned it from the fact that the days until Shvuas are counted in units of weeks. The Balta Acher parade reminds us that the Gemara darshans from each of the words of the pasuk from Kisido and Hashem Lekecho to teach us a whole long list of items that a person can be even about the Acher. The children notice the man transferring the kedusha to another animal to remind us that when the first animal gets a mum and the kedusha is transferred over to another animal, the clock for Balta Acher starts again from the beginning because we darshan hu v'loichilufav. Davav. The wealthy sword swallower who gave tzedakah immediately to the Aniyam lined up and watching him perform because he learned that one is chayv about the Acher for each and every day after the deadline. He realized his wife was feeling left out about the Acher so he gave her a beautiful sword necklace to be mesamecher for the Chag. The sword swallower reminds us that we're on Davav. He gave tzedakah from his proceeds immediately because the Gemara says that one is chayv about the Acher immediately when it comes to tzedakah. The sword swallower was extra careful because he learned that our daf that Rava says a person is chayv each and every day for violating about the Acher. His wife felt left out about Acher because the Gemara considers the option that she may not be Chayiv since she is not Chayiv in Re'iyah, or maybe she is Chayiv since she is Chayiv in Simcha. Tav Zayin, the gunslinger knocking out targets with suggestions for other Nisan or Shoshanas, who was thrilled when it was determined after Purim that it was an Ibiyar giving him a second Ada of rent, shot up his lease in fury when he realized he signed it that it was for this year and expired the first 
the first of Nisan. The gunslinger reminds us the round of Zion. He was knocking out targets with suggestions for other Nisan Rosh Hashanahs because the Gemara brings a Bryce that lists more instances of Nisan being Rosh Hashanah. He was thrilled with an Ibiyar even though it was announced after Purim because according to one opinion you can be Ma'avar the Shana the entire month of Adar. He was upset when he realized that the lease used to lang- use the language of this year instead of one year because that meant that his lease expired by Rosh Chedesh Nisan even if it wasn't yet a full year. Davches, the special challah served at the Rosh Hashanah meal marking the seasons and day of judgment, was baked in the shape of a shafer in front of a covered moon, and presented on a platter inscribed Happy Start of Yevil Year to liberate its servants wearing crowns on their head. The special challah reminds us through Davches. The Rosh Hashanah meal marked the seasons and day of judgment because those were two of the opinions regarding what the Mishnah meant when it said Be'echad Betishri Rosh Hashanah L'shanim. It was baked in the shape of a shafer in front of a covered moon because the source, the source that Rosh Hashanah was the day of judgment was in the Pasuk Tiku Bachede Shefer Bakesel Yem Chagenu. And lastly, it was presented to liberated servants to remind us that Rabbi Shmuel holds that the process of the liberation of Avadim began Rosh Hashanah, which was when they stopped working and was finalized in Yom Kippur when they became fully free. Daftes. The little old ladies who had a tea party when they put down their plows before the Shemitah year began to be mice of a mice chatting that they overheard Yevu will begin even if they don't abandon their field to its ancestral owners, couldn't believe it when they heard that even people in Chutzlaretz were freeing their slaves. The tea party reminds us through Andaf Tess. The little old ladies put their plows down early Arab Shemitah because we know that you're supposed to be mice of a they knew that Yevu will take effect even if they don't abandon their field to its ancestral owners because the Yehuda and Abiyasi only argue whether you need to free your slaves or blow the shafer in order for Yevu to happen, but they agree that it's not contingent on your fields being returned. The people in Chutzlar are freeing their slaves because there are banan that argue on Yehuda and Abiyasi and hold that all three Yevu halachas are required in order for Yevu to happen, use the rebuy of the Pasuk of Yevu he to teach us of the halacha that Yevu applies in Chutzlar as well. Taf Yud the minion of Batnis, who knew that Urla food on the tree could still be prohibited in the fourth year, planted the new sapling 30 days prior to Rosh Hashanah so that it would be take hold and count as one year, right next to their shrubbery sculpture illustrating which historical events occurred in Nisan versus Tishri. The minion reminds us they're on Dafyud. The fruit from the tree will still sometimes have an Issa Urla even in the fourth year, because anything that grows before Tubishvat of the fourth year will still be Usr if the first year wasn't a complete year. They planted the new sapling 30 days prior to Rosh Hashanah because even according to Rebbe Meir, that holds a Yemechad Bashanah Hashanah, he still needs 30 days before the year starts in order for the tree to take root. The shrubbery sculpture showing a picture of the globe reminds us of the Machlegis of Eliezer and Yeshua if Petishrei Nevra Ha'ilam or Benisan Nevra Ha'ilam. Taf Yod Aleph, the stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, and named after Tzadikim that died on the same day they were born, knew Amabel was coming when they noticed that Mazel Kima was coming up in the daytime and was missing two stars. The twinkling stars reminds us they were on Daf Yod Aleph. The earth was covered with vegetation to remind us of the Machlekes of Rabbi Yeshua and Eliezer, whether the world was created in Nisan when the vegetation is just starting to come out, or in Tishrei when the land is already covered in vegetation. The stars are named after Tzadikim that are born and die on the same day like the Ovis, because it says, The Mazel Kima reminds us that the Gemara says, because they also argue when the Mabel started, which is based on the Machlekes of when the world was created. Taf Yud Beis. As one brother played with his remote control in a boiling cauldron of hot water, his eleven brothers were busy taking Meiser from their beloved vegetables, while standing under a big sign reminding them not to take Meiser Shani in the third and sixth years. The twelve brothers reminds us they were on Taf Yud Beis. 
One of them is playing with a boat in boiling water to remind us that according to Beliezer, who holds that the marble started in Cheshvan, the price that says that Hashem changed the Teva just for the marble couldn't be referring to the position of Kima in the sky. It must have been referring to the fact that Hashem made the marble waters very hot. Like if Christus said, the other 11 brothers were taking Meiser from vegetables because the Brysa lists Yerakis and Meiser separately when listing the items whose Rosh Hashanah is the Tishrei. The Gemara explains that they are both listed because one is the Raisa and the other is the Rabbanon. There is a large sign above reminding them not to take Meiser Sheni in the third and sixth year because the Gemara learns from a Pasuk that Meiser Sheni is not given every year, but Meiser Rishain is like Nachla and is therefore consistently given. Tafiyot Gimel the Bar Mitzvah boy, excitedly using his new Rabbanan's measuring kit to determine exactly when his plant reached a third of its growth, hoping it would last for three years, and also to check if his kidneys had taken root. The Bar Mitzvah boy reminds us through Andaf Yud Gimel. The measuring kit reminds us the Rabbanan are experts and are very familiar with the measurements of all items that they mention. The boy used the stick to determine whether his plant reached a third of its growth, because the Gemara learns this share from the Pasuk, Ve'asas Esatfua L'Shalish Hashanim, Atikri L'Shalish Ela L'Shlish. Lastly, he checked if its kidneys had taken root, because kidneys ripens and gets harvested at various times. The Rabbanon, therefore, instead, made the Rosh Hashanah be based on when it took root. Daf Yodalid, the juggler performing in the freezing cold at the tree's birthday party, juggling Meiser Oni and Meiser Sheni Esregim at the same time, threw three Esregim up as high as the tree and one down as low as a vegetable. The juggler using his hands reminds us that we're on Daf Yodalid. It's still freezing cold by the tree's birthday party to remind us that the reason the Rosh Hashanah for trees is in Shvat is because most of the season's rain happened by then and the sap that will feed the fruit is already in the tree. He juggled Meiser Oni and Meiser Sheni to remind us of the story when Rabbi Kiva gave both Meiser Oni and Meiser Sheni. One reason the, the Gemara suggests was because he wasn't sure if the halacha was like Beishamay or Beisilal, was the Rosh Hashanah for trees on Rosh Chedesh Shvat or the 15th of Shvat. This regan being thrown up near the tree and down near the vegetables is to remind us of the second suggestion for why Rabakiva gave both Meisers. He wasn't sure if the Esrik followed the year that it was picked or the year that it emerged. Daftes Vav The farmhands who collected the Esregim with fingerprints all over them into fruit bowls from the crop that emerged and were picked in the same year worked for a farmer who was in Besden testifying Esregim go after Lakita for Meiser and Chanata for Shemitah. The fruit bowl reminds us through Andaftes Vav. The fingerprints all over the fruit reminds us of the reason that Rabbah holds that an Esrig from the sixth year is Pater from Meiser in the seventh year, even though he holds that the status of an Esrig is dictated by when the Chanata happened and would be Pater from Shviyas, but it's Pater from Meiser as well because Yada Kolma Mashashimba. The crop emerged and were picked in the same year because there's a Brisa that brings a Shita who holds that in order for an Esrig to be Pater, it needs to have both Chanata and Ktsira during Shviyas. The farmer testified in Bezdin to remind us that the Gemara defended Rabbah from the Brisa by bringing another Tana that testified in front of Bezdin that the halachas of Shviyas by an Esrik depend on when the Chanata happened, which is just like Rabbah's Shita and is therefore a support for him. Daftes Zayin The acrobat with the big toes who did backflips in front of the judges every day while reciting three sets of Pesukim and blowing a shafer would wait anxiously to see which of the three books of results the judge would write his score into. The large toes reminds us that we are on Daf Tezayin. The backflips being done every day reminds us of the opinion that Adam Nidam Lechal Yaim. There are four other opinions as well. He recited three sets of Psukim because in Rosh Hashanah we are told to recite Malchias, Zechrenes, and Shreifres in front of Hashem. The acrobat would then anxiously wait to see in which of the three books he would be inscribed because in Rosh Hashanah Hashem has three books open in front of him one of Rosham Gemurim, one of Tzadikim Gemurim, and one of Beninim. Tafiyot Zayin, the repentant used car salesman who did tshuva after reading how people get punished on the Yem Hadin, 
opened up Maver al Hamidis Motors and sold cars while wrapped in a talus and asking for mercy. The used car salesman reminds us that we're on Daf Yedzayin. He read about the punishments on Yemadin because our Daf discusses the punishments that Beidanim will have by the Yemadin and says that they will be lowered into Gehenim and then be brought back up. The name of his motor company is inspired by the rule that the Gemara says, and we find that Avhunabrede Yeshua survived a near-death experience for this reason. Lastly, the salesman was wrapped in a talus begging for mercy to remind us of what Hashem did when he wrapped himself in a talus and taught Meish Rabbeinu the Yud Gimel Midei Shal Rachmim. Taf the couple standing under the chuppah which was made up of torn up evil decrees during Aseris Yimei watched a procession of lambs walk by in single file, pulling a wagon carrying a beautiful gift menorah since Hanukkah was not annulled. The chuppah reminds us that we're on Daf the chuppah is white and made up of torn up evil decrees because the Gemara says that while an evil decree on a rabbim can be torn up even after it's made, for a yachid it's not torn up at any time other than during a sarisimei The procession of lambs walking in single file in front of the chuppah reminds us that on Rosh Hashanah, kol ba'i oilam oivran lafanav k'mnei marin. The wagon with the gift menorah reminds us that even though the Megillah's tainus was bottle and one may therefore fast on the dates that was listed in the Megillah, Chanukah was not bottle. The mitzvah still apply and one may not fast then. Daf Yotes, the yacht full of protesters on their way to a nighttime Afghano, carrying signs demanding that messengers get sent out in Tishrei as well, arrived in the port in the Adar before Nisan, which nowadays is always closer. The yacht reminds us they were on Daf Yotes. The protesters re- reminds us that there is a shita that holds that Megillah's Tainus was not bottle. That's why they made a new Yom after they were successful in getting a Gzera lifted by making a large protest. They wanted Shluchim to go out in Tishrei as well, because they were concerned that Elul may be Mo'uber, and then the dates for the Yavim Tevim will be messed up. The last part of the simon reminds us that Adar is always Chaser. Daf Chaf Patrons at the Babylonian Cafe cheered when news broke that Elul was made full so their vegetables would stay fresh, thanks to witnesses who were intimidated, and testified on a day when the nail was before Chatzais and the moon was sighted before Shkia. The cafe reminds us that we're on Daf Chaf. The vegetables reminds us that of when Ula came to Babel and told them that Bezdin and Yisrael made El Mu'ubr just to help the people in Babel keep their vegetables fresh. The intimidated witnesses reminds us that Bezdin may intimidate a witness not, a, not to testify on the 30th day so that they can make the El month Mu'ubr and be Mekadosh HaKadosh on the 31st day, but they may not do the opposite and intimidate a witness to say he saw the moon earlier when he didn't actually see it. The chart on the wall showing us when the Nailed and moon birth was reminds us that it takes at least six hours for the new moon to be sighted, and therefore if the moon was born after Chatzais, it can't be sighted before Shkia of that day anymore. Tafchaf Aleph The springtime convertible that was kept in the garage because Nisan was pushed off for another month was suddenly put into use by two Edim who were Mechal Shabbos to give Edis on the Chaydish, who argued the whole trip if Shleim Melech was as wise as Meisha. The convertible reminds us that the Bistonians are on Tafchaf Aleph. The car was kept in the garage an extra month because the Gemara says that you make an Ibiyar if the spring season will start after Tesfav Nisan. The two Adim drove the car on Shabbos because the Gemara on this staff brings them a car from Sukkim that Adim can be Machal Shabbos to say Edos about the moon. Lastly, they argued about how wise Shlema Melech was because our Gemara brings differing opinions whether or not he was Zeichet to get Memtes Shari Bina like Meisha. Tafchav Beis, the yellow Eidos HaChidosh cab transporting a father and a son along with a pair of passengers who were sent along to identify them, arrived in Bezdin just as a sinister plot to mess up the month was foiled. The cab reminds us through Andafchav Beis. The father and son in the front row of the cab are on the way to say Eidos Fekidosh HaChidosh because according to the Rabbanon they are both allowed to say Eidos. Levi argues on the Rabbanon. 
The pair of passengers in the back seat are there to identify them because the Mishnah says that ever since the Baisusim started tricking the Bezdin, the Rabbanim instituted that any aide coming to say Eidos needs to have some, someone testifying that he is trustworthy. There was a plot going on in Bezdin to remind us of the story when the Baisusim tried tricking the Bezdin and their plot got revealed by a loyal Jew. Tafchov Gimel the kids playing a nighttime match of Kugelach under the torches that were only lit for a month that was chaser disturbed the person learning alone next to a hadas in the wilderness under the moon whose indent never faced the sun. The Kugelach match reminds us that we're on Davchav Gimel. The torches were only lit for a chedesh chaser because of Xerah for when Rishchidesh falls out on Friday, and the torches will have to be lit on Matzah Shabbos and people will get confused. The person was learning alone next to Ahadas because Rebbechiran says that anyone that learns alone and does not teach others is similar to Ahadas in the Midbar, which the Gemara interprets to mean that it's unappreciated because no one is there, or it's very appreciated because there are no other plants there. The indent of the moon did not face the sun because that was one of the questions that Bezdin asked the Edim during their course examination. Tafchav Dalid the witness who was peering at the new moon through a glass pitcher got a shock when it shattered from the shouts of Makudash Makudash that were said after the witnesses pointed to the correct position of the moon on the head of Bezdin's astronomy tablet. The glass pitcher reminds us that we're on Davchav Dalid. The witness was peering at the moon through the glass pitcher because the Gemara lists seeing the moon through a glass as one type of edus that is not accepted. The crowd, sta- crowd standing around saying Makudash Makudash because after the Bezin is Makadash Zachadish by saying Makudash once, everyone standing around is supposed to answer Makudash Makudash. The Reish Bezin had an astronomy tablet because the Ragamliel had a painting of the moon that he used to show witnesses. Tafchaf Hei The husband who planned the spectacular silver anniversary party, perfectly timed for Ashkadish down to the exact halakim, was devastated when Bezin validated the wrong date before two judges who saw the new moon had a chance to testify. The silver anniversary reminds us the Randav Chavhei. He timed his anniversary down to the exact halakim to remind us that Rabbi Gamliel had the minimum length of the month figured out down to the exact chilek. Bezdin validated the wrong date to remind us that even in such a case where they made a mistake, Rishchidosh still becomes Mekudosh. The two judges seeing the new moon reminds us that when the Dayanim see the new moon themselves at night, two of them must stand up in front of the others and say Eidos. Tafchavav, the soldier who mistakenly wore a cow horn on his helmet for the coup, unlike the others who wore shafers of other animals, was forced to remove the gold stitching from his white garments and bend down in submission on Rosh Hashanah and blow a bent shafer. The soldiers participating in a coup reminds us that we're on Tafchavav. The cow's horn on one soldier's helmet and the other horns on everyone else's reminds us that according to the Rabbanon, you cannot use a cow's horn as a shafer on Rosh Hashanah because it's called a keren, not a shafer. The removal of the gold stitching reminds us that of another reason for the Rabbanan Shita that you cannot use a, the cow's shafer on Rosh Hashanah because in Kantegar Nasa Sanegar, the soldier bending down in submission, reminds us of the different types of shafers that should be used at different times of the year. The Gemara discusses when to use a bent shafer and when to use a straight one. Daf Chaf Zayin, the two kids who proudly blew their silver kazoos as the Baltikea blew a shafer whose mouth was plated in gold, were appalled when their friend blew into his kazoo from the wrong end. The kazoos remind us that we're on Daf Chaf Zayin. The two kids blowing their kazoo at the same time as the shafer reminds us that two chatzaitzes are blown at the beginning of each shafer blast. The Gemara discusses why this does not present a problem of Trey Lem Yishtami. The mouth was plated with gold to remind us that the Shefer of Rosh Hashanah and the Besamikdash had a part that was covered in gold. The children's friend blew into the wrong end of the Shefer because that is one of the ways that the Gemara lists as a possible way to blow. Tafchav Ches 
The strong man who blew with all of his might into a shayfer that was taken from an oila to play his favorite song couldn't wake up his friend who went to sleep in a sukkah on the eighth day of sukkahs with kavana. The strong man reminds us that we're on He's blowing into a shayfer from an oila to remind us that Yehuda holds if you blow from a shayfer from an oila, you are yetzah, but from a shlamim, you are not. Rava argues and says that you are yetzah by both because mitzvah lav lahan is new. He is playing a song with the Shefer because Rava says that just like a person is Yetzer the mitzvah of Matzah on Pesach, even if he's forced to eat it, so too is someone Yetzer to Kiyah Shefer if he is simply blowing a tune on it. This is because Rava holds mitzvahs ain't Sirich's Kavana. The friend is sleeping in the Sukkah on Shmini Atzeris because Rava says that in order to be over in the Baltasif when it's not the time for the mitzvah, you have to have Kavana to do the mitzvah. Davchav Tess, the man sitting on the cot with his arms raised in the ear, was surrounded by Kehanim and Leviim who had gathered to listen to the blowing of the shafer that the head of Bezdin said to blow on Shabbos. The cot reminds us that we're on Davchav Tess. The man sitting and raising his arms reminds us that Moshe Rabbeinu raised his arms during war in order to remind the Yidin that they should daven to Hashem for help. He is surrounded by Kehanim and Leviim because there are both Chayiv and Tekiah Shefer and it's necessary to list both of them in the Brisa. They were listening to the head of Bez and blow Shefer because the Birchen Medzake was Masakan after Chorban Abayis that a person can blow the Shefer and Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbos only in a place that has a Bezdin. Daf Lamid, the Rebbe who was waiting with his Talmidim to listen to the Shefer blowing on Shabbos outside of Bezdin, decided to do something as a Zechel Mikdash and had a class discussion if the Levim should sing the Shir Shalyem if Edim for the Chedesh are delayed in coming. The Rebbe and Talmidim remind us that we're on Daflamid. He was waiting outside of Bezdin to blow the Shefer because according to Ravuna, you have to blow the Shefer in Yavna in front of Bezdin. The Rebbe wanted to do something Zechel Mikdash because the Bechina ben Zakkai learns out from a Pasuk that he should shake the Lulav for all seven days of Yamtiv Zechel Mikdash. The discussion about what the Levim should sing reminds us of the discussion of the Gemara whether Levim sang nothing when they didn't know if it was Yamtiv or not, or they sang the weekday Shir. Taflamid Aleph, the judge who sang the Shir Shal Yaim as he entered the courtroom, suddenly stopped when he looked at the weather-beaten defendant who had survived ten exiles all the way into the wilderness, only to be put on trial because he ascended the Duchen wearing sandals in violation of one of the nine Takhanas. The judge reminds us that we're on Taflamid Aleph. He was singing the Shir Shal Yaim because the Gemara explains the reason why we say the specific Shir on each day of the week. The defendant survived ten exiles to remind us that Hashem left the base of Mikdash in ten steps. He was in violation of a takana by wearing sandals to remind us of the nine takanas that Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai made. Daf Lamed Beis, the mad scientist in a lab trying to program a Rosh Hashanah congregant's brain so that every memory would be accompanied with a thought of a king, recited ten psukim into his ears, but refrained from singing a howl given the seriousness of the day. The mad scientist reminds us they're on Daf Lamed Beis. The scientist's goal of linking memory to the thought of a king reminds us of the second source that you are supposed to say Malchias and Rosh Hashanah because we learn from Apostle that every time we say Zechronis we should say Malchias as well. The ten psukim that he recited into his ear reminds us that Malchias, Zechronis and Shefris have to have ten psukim each. Lastly, he didn't say Halal because we don't say Shiro when Sifrei Mesim and Sifrei Chaim are open in front of Hashem. Daf Lamed Gimel The peg-legged pirate who grabbed the Shefer away from his wife heard what sounded like moaning or whimpering coming from a window, and was given a note that he better get ready to hear similar to a blast from a shafer the entire seventh month. The pegleg pirate reminds us that we're on Daflam and Gimel. He grabbed the shafer from his wife because there is machlekes whether a person must stop his wife from blowing. The moaning or whimpering coming from the window reminds us of the machlekes how Sisra's mother was crying and therefore what would be the, the definition of a truah. 
The pirate was told that he will hear similar blasts the whole month because the source that we use as Shefer and Rosh Hashanah is from the fact that we compare the whole seventh month to each other. And Rosh Hashanah, therefore, has to blow a Shefer just like Gevel. Daf Lamed The Baltakeya on the top of the ladder blowing Tekiah, Teruah, Tekiah three times and the Baltakeya standing below him blowing three Shevarims and a Teruah between the Tekiahs saw a man running in the distance who was thrilled he made it just in time to hear them. The ladder reminds us that we're on Daf Lamed The Baltakeya on top of the ladder reminds us that we need to blow three sets of Tekiahs on Rosh Hashanah. The Baltakeya standing below him reminds him that Rebavohu made a takana that, that you should blow a tekiah with a shivarim and a trua together. The man running in the distance reminds us that if someone has a choice to make it to a shul that has tekiahs versus a place that just has davening, you should choose the place with the tekiahs. Daf Lamed Hey, the Rosh Hashanah children's choir who were going to accompany the Shliach Tzibar Rosh Hashanah when he exempted others from the complicated brachis, practiced being masadered at tefillahs before davening and had in mind the workers in the fields whose work forced them to skip davening. The choir reminds us that we're on Daf Lamed Hey. The Shliach Tzibar was able to be mighty others with some of the brachas in Rosh Hashanah because they are more complicated brachis. There is machlekes whether he can be mighty other people on other brachis as well. The choir was careful to prepare the tefillahs before they daven because there is a klal lo'ilam yastir odon tefillose v'achakach hispalil. They had in mind to exempt the workers in the field because their gamliel held that they don't need to daven because they are yetzer from the shliach tzibur.